So you became a dietitian. Why? Why? Oh, geez. I had, you know, I never really grew up with a lot of questions about food, to be honest. You know, my mom put a balanced dinner on, on the table every night. And after dinner, if we were hungry, it was a fruit or a vegetable. Uh, and it was just kind of these habits that I grew up with. But when I was in college, I had roommates that it just opened my eyes to new things, how different people eat. And I was, I was very surprised. Um, and I was like, well, what is right? You know, do you eat? How much, how much is right to eat? How much fuel do you need for your body? And, and how does all this work out? You know, I was, I was pretty confused. You know, do you need a little bit of food, a lot of food? I'd never put too much thought into it. Um, and so I was like, hey, I want to start studying nutrition. This is the Shred Podcast. I am Scott Schweitzer, your host. We want to bring you the latest news and events happening at Shred CrossFit and discuss the topics you, the community, may be interested in. The Shred Podcast is available on all major platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Now off to this week's episode of the Shred Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shred Podcast episode 36. Uh, I am sitting here with Eileen Henderson. How are you doing, Eileen? So I'm pretty good today. Thanks. Uh, it is Saturday morning. It's in between the two workout periods. Um, I know that's a hectic time for you as a parent, uh, trying to get you and Nate here and all the kids. Uh, so I really appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you. Um, so what we're going to talk about is that Eileen is a registered dietitian. We're going to talk a little bit about the Shred Nutrition Challenge, and we're going to start there. So over the first three weeks of the Shred Nutri Nutrition Challenge, what, what have you seen? Have, are people really engaging in this nutrition challenge? I know I've seen a lot of pictures of fridges, um, recipes. I've tried a few of them that have been amazing. Uh, so what have you seen? I think so. I think it's been um, good engagement in the challenge. I've been really excited about it. Um, I loved the first week when I did the fridge clean out as a challenge and how many people engaged and post a picture of their before and after fridge and coming off the holidays. It's a great time of year to clean out. Um, and then week two was um, protein. No, week two was tracking your food intake uh, with my right. fitness pal. And I did get a lot of questions from that. Just um, trying to understand, you know, what macros are right and is it okay if my macros vary and and being able to answer those specific questions that it is okay if your macros vary. You know, we can have these goals, but we don't need to hit it 100% perfect every day. That that That's a little crazy to try to do. Right. And then week three was up your protein. Yes. Yes. Uh, did you get many questions about that or did people just start eating steaks every day? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think questions around, you know, how do you get protein at breakfast? I know that's one that I personally struggle with. Um, you know, I really have to be diligent to make sure I hit at least 20 grams of protein at breakfast each day. Um, I, so I think breakfast is probably the most challenging one. Um, and then also post-workout, you know, is there really a benefit to protein post-workout too, you know, and how close after that workout do I need to include protein? Um, so I answered that one for a lot of people. And within an hour after your workout, you ideally want to get at least 20 grams of protein, 20 to 30 is that target range. I know the breakfast thing's crazy for me because I'm a little bit larger individual and the amount of egg white that they tell me I'm supposed to have, and it's like a huge pan full of egg whites and I almost can't even eat it all. 
Yeah. Um, but it's crazy to get that much protein in, in the morning. So then week four, we're going into week four now and you mm-hmm. just posted this week's challenge. Yes. I'm super excited about this week's challenge. So I think making a meal plan is essential with success, right? If you come home from work and you're like, I have no clue what we're having for dinner tonight, you end up opening the pantry and munching, right? But if we have a plan in place, then we can follow it. It makes it so much easier. So uh, making that meal plan is step one. And then step two is picking out a new recipe. Uh, I always challenge people, you know, expand the recipes that you cook. Uh, And you don't have to go find a brand new recipe. If somebody's posted one that you were interested, just make a new recipe to you um, and give it a try. That's how we expand what we eat over time and keep our meal plan more interesting. I know I tried the the one you posted with the honey sriracha chicken uh, with the roasted broccoli. Mm -hmm. I I think I could eat that five nights a week. the first night I made that, and he, my husband, Nathan, told me, he's like, that is the best chicken you've ever made. And I'm like, well, thanks. We've been yeah. married for almost 10 years. I'm glad I found a good chicken recipe. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I always forget that just a, a little bit of honey like goes a long way to make something a little bit sweeter. And I like that sweet and spicy kind of mm-hmm. together. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, and it's on, it's on our social media page, uh, the community page, that recipe you posted early, like week one. So if mm-hmm. people want to find it, it's there. Uh, so, so you have been an athlete here at shred for a little over a year and a half. It'll be two years in June. And you have become, uh, you know, a very consistent member of our community. Uh, you're here all the time working out with you and your husband and the kids are here too. Uh, seeing <laughs> you as their parents working out, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do have to say, I feel a little bit of sympathy for your kids because I've had the privilege of judging both you and Nate in the open, and you both have a little bit of a competitive uh, <laughs> fire in you. So your kids are going to have a hard time avoiding having that competitive fire. It's there. Cooper has it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, and so, so what are your goals as an athlete here? You know, I, I joined Shred because I think as an adult, it's hard to stay consistent with working out. Um, just doing it on your own, right? And and I wanted to make sure I'm keeping myself healthy, you know, building strength. Um, something I'd never done prior to Shred and CrossFit was really lifting weights. I would run, um, you know, I did sports as a kid growing up, but I, I never truly lifted weights. Um, and so to be able to see the benefit of the additional muscle and the strength and the difference it makes in my everyday life, right? Uh, I really enjoy um, building that strength and learning new skills, too, um, as a part of being uh, involved in CrossFit. So your history, were you an athlete in high school? Yeah. So, I mean, I did sports my whole life growing up. Um, I I danced for years and then uh, probably through like sixth grade. And then I switched and started doing more like softball and swimming and cheerleading and all of those types of things. So, um, yeah. And then when I got out of high school, you know, I didn't continue with softball or cheering or anything like that. I started running. Uh, I felt like that was like a good fix to help me stay active, but running, right. I'm I'm sure we all know here, we have runners in the community running by itself is, is good. But when you mix running with lifting, then that, you know, that really changes your level of fitness. Yeah. We, we talked to Jim Tarantine last week. They did the Brokeman's winter half marathon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the questions we asked is, did CrossFit help you in your running lifestyle? And he was like, yes, so much. It's so much easier to train now. And 
Um, and so do you found the same? Mm-hmm. I've always, I've always told Nate, I wish I did CrossFit when I was younger. It would have made such a difference in my sports, right? Growing up. Um, but I didn't right? but you can only live and learn. (laughs) So it's something we want to definitely involve our kids in. Yeah. I say that all that I was a swimmer in high school and college. And if I wish I would have found CrossFit right after as a way to like build, burn those calories because I was burning so many calories a day, swimming five hours at a time and like two sessions a day. Um, and we did dry land too, which was semi CrossFit at that time. And then when that, when that went away, I had nothing to like fall back on. Mm -hmm. Um, and it really made, uh, my nutrition journey after that and my health journey, uh, really a struggle for a good 15, 20 years. Yeah. I think that's common, right? When someone's an athlete and you're burning a lot of calories and learning that transition of, I'm not burning those calories anymore. How do I eat? You know, what do I do differently? Um, it's very common, right? Yeah. Very common. And so, so you, you've been an athlete here and you, you've really become a really good athlete, good open athlete. You're very competitive, uh, in that. And so we want to talk about how you're getting involved as a dietitian. So you became a dietitian. Why? Why? Oh, geez. I had, you know, I never really grew up with a lot of questions about food, to be honest. You know, my mom put a balanced dinner on, on the table every night. And after dinner, if we were hungry, it was a fruit or a vegetable. Uh, And it was just kind of these habits that I grew up with. But when I was in college, I had roommates that it just opened my eyes to new things, how different people eat. And I was was very surprised. Um, And I was like, well, what is right? You know, do you eat? How much, how much is right to eat and how much fuel do you need for your body? And, and how does all this work out? You know, I was, I was pretty confused, you know, do you need a little bit of food, a lot of food? I'd never put too much thought into it. Um, and so I was like, Hey, I want to start studying nutrition. I thought I was going to go on to do physical therapy or something along those lines. My dad told me I had to have an undergrad degree that I could use when I graduated. So I picked out dietetics. Um, and so I, I started my dietetics career and little did I know I was going to have a lot of digestive complications through that as well. Um, so, uh, a year into my undergrad degree, right. My, I started having a lot of stomach pain. Um, I went to the doctor, they told me it was reflux. I was like, no, it's not reflux. I tried Prilosec, it didn't work. Um, and, and so I really learned a lot about digestive health too, um, through my own journey, but also through my dietetics career, it had me um, really dig into that and understand it too. So I've, you know, um, it just kind of furthered my passion and, and desire to learn how food fuels your body and how to eat well. Um, really learn that food can be medicine and, and medicine is good, but sometimes it's a Band-Aid, right, covering up um, what, what food can really fix by making adjustments to our diet. Um, so that kind of let me just stick with being a dietitian. You know, I was like, I am good here. I really enjoy this, and this is what I'm passionate about. First, I have to say, dietetics is a really cool word. <laughs> that's just fun to say. I mean, um, so that, that's a really cool story and um, that you had some – some digestive issues and that even expanded your knowledge more. What are some common issues that you see as a dietitian? Um, like you always hear like one thing that I fell into big time was I was cutting my calories so much that I wasn't losing weight anymore and I wasn't Mm -hmm. eating enough. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's, that's hard for someone who is overweight like myself to get my head around. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is very common. 
very common. It's very common to see people under eat, um, under eat just because they feel like that's what they need to do to be thin under eat for many different reasons. Right. And then when you're in the gym working out, you know, I have told everyone on those in body scans, your resting metabolic rate. Like I I don't want to see anybody less than their resting metabolic rate. That's a minimum calorie need that you need for your body to lay in bed and sleep all day long. That's how many calories your body is using. Um, so we definitely have to hit our resting metabolic rate. And then ideally, we want to add an activity factor to that. Um, and, and really, that's where our body should be getting fuel for our days. Um, so yes. So that that's my own personal like thing that I struggle with. Do you know like two others that may be like just a common factor that you've seen even during our nutrition challenge? Yeah, I've worked with a few athletes so far that said, hey, I was eating you know, 1500 calories a day, um, and working one-on-one and I, and they're like, I wasn't losing weight. And I was like, well, great. I, I want your calorie needs at 1900. I started eating 1900 calories and started seeing weight loss. You know, I had another athlete eating actually significantly less than that, eating less than a thousand calories a day. Um, you know, and saying, Hey, I feel lightheaded when I'm in the gym working out. I don't really feel very good. And I'm like, yeah, you know, there, there's a reason why we're not getting enough fuel in you. You know, as you increase fuel, you're going to feel better. You're going to see more gains in the gym and you will start losing weight. You know, I know sometimes it's scary to increase our calories because of what society and culture has told us over time. Oh, cut calories and you lose weight. But that's not always the case. Um, so we need to, need to be aware. And that's part of the reason why I loved that we did those in-body scans just to help people have that awareness of well, where should my resting metabolic rate really be? And if somebody's under under that, then I've told them, hey, try to just add 200 calories a day to where you currently are. That's why I really liked that challenge of just tracking your food intake. You know, I wasn't necessarily trying to make people hit certain macros, but just track your food and see where you naturally end up in your calories each day. Um, just to have that awareness and understanding of how much you currently eat. Well, that's, that's fascinating because I was actually in Tennessee when the in-body was here at Shred. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually know the guy we rented it from. I may run down there and see if he'll let me uh, jump on that because that's, that's a really cool feature to have with that. Um, so a couple years ago I was on a business conference and I made the mistake of talking to a registered dietitian and, uh, comparing that to a nutritionist. I got a 20 (laughs) minute lecture after that. Uh, and so I don't want anybody else to go through that lecture. Can you explain what the difference is, which is vast between a nutritionist and a dietitian? Yes. So a nutritionist, somebody could hop online take a class, get a little certificate and say, hey, I'm a nutritionist. I've learned about food. Um, so dietitians, yes, we get a little a little up in arms about that. <laughs> and we're like, no, there really is a big difference. So as a registered dietitian, uh, I went to Ohio State, studied for you know four-year undergraduate degree. Um, and then I did one year of internships um, studying under dietitians uh, in all different areas of dietetics. So in hospital, inpatient, um, I worked at long-term care facilities. I worked at outpatient facilities. Uh, I did public health nutrition um, with like the Columbus Health Department. So there's a lot of different areas of dietetics. Um, and even just kind of speaking as a dietitian too, after I graduated, right? So I did my four years in my internship and graduated. Um as a registered dietitian, uh, now they have changed those 
guidelines that somebody now has to have a master's in nutrition um, as well. So they'll get their undergraduate degree and then go on and take a two years master's course um, before they're able to sit for the RD exam. So just like somebody sits for a nursing exam to be a registered nurse, I had to sit for an exam uh, to be a registered dietitian as well. So, so even just like an accountant, you, there's regular accountants and then CPAs. Mm-hmm. And CPAs are much more regarded than a, a, just a regular accountant. So yeah. uh, you have to pass that test. Yes. And then keep up with continuing education. Right? So I have to do 75 hours of continuing education every five years. Um, so not too, too hard to get, but <laughs> still yeah. it requires you to continue to study and grow and learn, which is good, right? right. Um, nobody wants to graduate. 10 years ago and, and never study again and just be like, oh, I learned this all at one point. So that continuing education is good too. So how long have you been practicing as a dietitian? A little over 10 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Full, full decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's amazing how time flies too. Um, and places in my career I never thought I'd end up in. You know, I started out at Children's Hospital uh, working with the WIC program, so women, infants, and children, and then also, um, you know, being a dietitian to help um, with the doctors there at the close to home facilities. And then from there, I went to Giant Eagle and was actually a dietitian in supermarkets. Uh, so I worked as a dietitian for Giant Eagle for five years, um, doing a little bit of everything from corporate wellness to one on one counseling to um, even like some media stuff with Giant Eagle and 10 TV uh, just to help promote the brand. Um, and, and now I work for a company called Gem Care Wellness, uh, where I do nutrition counseling over the phone. So as being a mom, work from home position is awesome. <laughs> so, so you say you're, you, you mentioned you're a mom and you've mentioned Nathan as your husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your family consists of more than Nathan and Cooper. Uh-huh. So wh- how many kids do you have? Uh, so we have three. Um, so Cooper is almost six. He'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, Brinley is three and a half. And then Taylor's our, our baby girl. And she is... 19 months she'll be two in may so yeah it's, and, it's been a crazy and they few are years all super cute well thank you <laughs> <laughs> and so this has been awesome i've i've learned a ton in just the you know 18 minutes we've been talking um how can people you know we at shred want people to know that you're available for consultations mm-hmm. so how can people reach out to you to know more or or to set up a consultation with you yeah so um my email is probably the best way i mean catch me in the gym sure but my email is the best way um it's eat nourish thrive dot rd at gmail.com um so that yeah so is that more than just an email that's your philosophy it is. It is. I, um, I thought a long time about like what I wanted, like my company name to be, you know, what I wanted, um, to be in. And, and yeah, uh, you know, we, we have to eat food, you know, that's definitely right. like a, a piece, but you know, how do we really nourish our body? Um, yeah. And then nourish well and, and, and we'll thrive. We're good. And that's so. all one word. Eat, nourish, thrive. Okay. At gmail at dot, r, dot rd uh huh <laughs> so eat nourish thrive all one word uh-huh. dot rd at gmail dot com yes well thank you so much for being with us Eileen uh, it's I've learned a ton um, I know that you have helped a ton during this this nutrition challenge and I hope uh, people reach out to you and get more information so that they can uh, eat nourish and thrive themselves well thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Shred Podcast.
Thank you for joining us on the Shred Podcast. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Shred Podcast.